0: Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the Modern cowboy. Today's episode is being made possible by INSP-TV and the series premiere of Ultimate Cowboy Showdown. This is a week-long event starting October 14th, hosted by Trace Atkins on INSP-TV. hey everybody welcome to the modern Cowboy podcast I'm super excited to have a couple guests on tonight that are actually stars in a new television show it's called the ultimate Cowboy showdown and it's going to premiere October 14th at nine o'clock eastern time on the inSP channel uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that channel or not but I've actually watched uh, the Cowboy Way Alabama on that show on that channel as well as 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 well as a lot of old Westerns and stuff. So it's a great channel. And, uh, this show is hosted by Trace Atkins. So I've got on the podcast tonight, Tara and Jay Storm, uh, cowgirls welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: So let's, let's start with, uh, we'll start with Tara. Tara, tell me, how did you get started in, uh, uh, cowboy lifestyle, cowgirl lifestyle, and uh, give us a little background, a little history on you. Well,
1: I'm originally from Iowa, so I grew up doing a little bit of everything. We had a diversified farm, so everything from row crop to cattle to hogs, goats, and anything in between. Um, I've just always been from a family of farmers. I guess you call it ranchers elsewhere, but when you're in the middle of the U.S., we always call it farming, so that's kind of a little bit of my background. Everything agriculture is all I ever did. I was riding horses before I could walk, Um, The livestock definitely always came first growing up, and that was something I didn't realize, you know, people didn't do until I moved away from home. We're not all livestock-centered people, and there's still a lot of people that actually don't even understand where their food comes from. So once I left my small hometown and went to college, that's actually why I picked my uh, choice of college was uh, Iowa State University for an ag degree in agriculture education because I noticed you know, there's just a huge amount of people that didn't have the same upbringing as I did, so they don't understand as much about agriculture. So I wanted to share something I love with everybody else. Um, so I taught a little bit from then on. I've worked in production agriculture, uh, ag communications and ag education back and forth, just kind of moving around and trying to get uh, some stuff set in stone so I can get to where I want to be eventually.
0: And where do you live right now?
1: I just moved to Stephenville, Texas just a couple months ago. I was kind of at a point in my life where I was ready for some change and I'm the black sheep of the family. And I have a gypsy soul, so I don't really stay around long. Uh, I'd been in the panhandle of Oklahoma and I absolutely loved it there, but I had an opportunity to move to Stephenville and I saw some great networking opportunities out here. Uh, so I decided to move. And uh, with some circumstances in my personal life, my mom's passing, It was just a good time to try something new to kind of focus my mind a little elsewhere. So I figured, Hey, I've never lived in Texas before. Why not?
0: And you picked the uh, cowboy capital of the world town, uh, Stephenville.
1: Yes, sir. That's, that's probably the biggest reason why I picked it. There's so many opportunities as far as working alongside individuals that have businesses that directly lead into the rodeo world or cowboying or cattle associations. There's no other spot where you can be within that close proximity to these kind of organizations and individuals. So it was, it was a pretty easy choice as to where in Texas I should be if I want to move forward uh, with some side things. I'm thinking and trying to promote a little bit more agriculture. And there's also a lot of money to be won in these roping bins. So that's a pretty big incentive to move down here as well.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So Jay Storm, how about you? Give us a little history on you
2: uh Yes, sir. I was born and raised in Hampshire, Texas. On our, we were in a beef cattle operation, cow calf. We, my grandpa is the boss around here. He's 80. He'll be 87 years old next week, and he still works every day, rides every day. He's always been my biggest inspiration. um I just, I grew up doing this my whole life. You know, I've worked cows for as long as I can remember, and been involved with this for as long as I can remember. My uh, my grandpa says that when I was a baby that my grandma was supposed to be babysitting me one evening and she wasn't home yet. So my mom said, well, can you just watch her just for a few minutes until she gets home? And he's like, I guess. I don't don't really know what to do with a baby, but uh, I'll see what I can do. So he said that he took me in his truck and uh, he, said he laid me over his arm and let my, let me look out the window. And we went riding around the rock roads on the ranch and he says that I've been looking at cows ever since then, and he just knew that's what I'd always do. So oh, that's great- it's just always been in my blood. Like I said, he's, he's my biggest inspiration, and I just hope to be half the cattleman that he is one day.
0: That's a great story. So now, um, did you guys, uh, do you guys, uh, either one of you, um, high school rodeo or rodeo in college, or what, what's your background in the rodeo, or is, is it mostly been you know ranch work?
2: um I've mostly done just ranch work um when I was growing up my I was involved a lot in FFA I did I showed cattle and that kind of stuff and I always wanted to rodeo a little bit and my grandpa was kind of against it he said that rodeo and ruined a good ranch horse and if I wanted to rodeo I could go buy my own horse for that so
1: um
2: (laughs) so I didn't really get too into rodeo and when I was younger I have gotten into ranch rodeos now that I'm out of college and everything, and I, I really enjoy doing that. I compete in some of the women's ones, and then I've competed in a few open ones with some
1: men.
0: Very cool. How about you, Terry? Um,
1: I also didn't grow up rodeoing. I uh, kind of had the same thoughts from my parents. It was just kind of a flashy sport. It wasn't useful. Um, we had horses that could get the job done, but there wasn't really a point to go doing that if it wasn't accomplishing an idea or a task. So I am brand spanking new to the actual rodeo world. I mean, I've entered in a few and I've done a little bit here and there, but I've never been a serious competitor. And so moving to Stephenville. I'm surrounded by it. So I don't know if I'm too old because I'm 25, but I don't think, <laughs> I don't know if there's an age limit. Old. Yeah. I, I know if you're a roughie, uh-uh. if you're riding them rough stock, like once you're past 22, like you're probably shot, your is over with your body's <laughs> done. So I don't know if 25 is too old, but, uh, I'm kind of new to that side of things. And I have a lot of the same logic that Jay Storm's family had for me. It's not necessarily the thing that I always want to do because I've worked so much in production livestock. The horses are a tool, not really something we show off, but it's kind of cool at the right. same time to have that aspect. Cause when you think about who watches rodeo, a lot of the fans aren't the people that actually do it. So it's a great right. platform to get people into our kind of lifestyle. Like, yeah, we don't always do that with a timer out in the field but it's putting it on in a show prospect so that way you know people can watch it and enjoy it and see what we do
0: absolutely well you know and, and what this podcast is 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 about a lot is just that expanding the fan base for the cowboy rodeo and western lifestyle ranching culture uh so many people would love to be cowboys or cowgirls but they don't have the opportunity you know like like you gals have to be able to grow up on a ranch you know and myself included i i wasn't uh, didn't have that opportunity either but so the you know, shows like w- we're going to talk about the one you guys are on and and uh and and rodeos and just anything that we can do to help educate the public about uh you know what really goes on in this lifestyle is good for us because a lot of people just aren't aware and it, it it's a really good really good thing that uh you know we can give people the information so they can at least enjoy it from, uh, you know, vicariously, I guess. Yes, sir. So now let's talk about the show. This is, cause this is something I love. I I love reality shows. I mean, I, I don't know who doesn't love them these days, but I do. And again, I don't know too many cowboys that don't have an iPhone and or cowgirls and, you know, don't jump down off, their horse with one tied on and and get a selfie you know so you know I like like I said I've, I've watched the cowboy way Alabama and I've watched a lot of other shows tell me a little bit about the show and how you guys got started or got picked to be in it
2: um well there was a thing on Facebook that went around and I had a bunch of people sending it to me and tagging me in it and I mean I kind of looked at it but didn't really think much else of it well there's another girl that uh works with us and she it was her idea she's like we should just try to enter you know it it doesn't say anything about girls being able to enter but maybe if we both enter you know maybe they'll pick us to you know be like a team or something and I was like all right so uh I made this little video and sent it in well then she never ended up doing it and it was her idea and I was like dang like I would have never done this on my own (laughs) and uh yeah I ended up getting some calls from LA on my phone and I was ignoring them thinking they were sales calls thinking I didn't know anybody (laughs) from Los Angeles and I I get a text message it's like hey we've been trying to call you and you won't answer I was like oh (laughs) so at first I wasn't even sure it was real because I never thought they would pick me but um yeah it was that's I don't know like I never I don't know I just never thought I would be picked I was pretty in shock at first I guess (laughs)
0: so what 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 was on the video you sent in
2: um I was literally just driving down the road hauling some cows one day and I just just did a video of me talking and doing that and saying you know that's what I do every day I mean I had no makeup on no nothing like I mean it was just me every day like I am
0: <laughs> real real and raw cowgirl just telling it like it is yes sir how about you, Tara?
1: So for me, my friend Angela had actually seen the Facebook advertisement. And she contacted me. Oh my God, Tara, this is so you. You have to do it. <laughs> and I was like, no, like, why would I do something like that? I was like, I'm not even like that good at anything. Like, I can't tell you I have one specific skill set. Like, <laughs> I I don't think I'm qualified for that. Well, then I looked at it and it caught my eye how it said they were looking for cowboys just cowboys I had the ages, you know, what kind of backgrounds they were looking for, but it said the ultimate cowboy, everything was a boy. And so, you know, I just kind of thought it'd be kind of funny to apply, to be honest, because my daddy always said I could do whatever I wanted, and I took that pretty seriously. (laughs) So I went ahead and applied, like, I thought it was a joke. Like, I even told my friends, I was like, yeah, I went ahead and sent my stuff in. I was like, as if they're going to pick me, like, you know, I don't have the typical ranch upbringing. I don't have a family farm you know i didn't right. inherit any of that stuff i am on my own and i've started at rock bottom so many times it's not even funny like i think i went broke in the cattle business like 18 times already and i'm only 25. <laughs> so i was like i'm probably not the candidate they're looking for you know and even the stuff i do i wouldn't necessarily call it cowboy and i work production agriculture it hasn't even always been with cattle but everything right. i've done has been agriculture based and i'm really passionate about it so it's awesome cool opportunities too but I didn't really think much about that at the time then they started contacting me I'm like okay this is cool like (laughs) didn't see that happening and you know we went through some more of the interview processes and I kind of saw a lot more opportunities for it uh not even just the prize like the prize alone is fantastic but I saw a bunch of other opportunities outside of that especially social media I had a pretty large social media following like on my own already, but I didn't pay attention to it, even though my friends would always like say stuff about it or like make comments or they'd be like my cousin from this state over there follows you on social media and they have no idea who you are. (laughs) So I saw some really cool opportunities to kind of expand that network because basically all I do on social media is talk about cattle, agriculture, myths, facts, um, you know, I'll just share my passion with everybody. And it's kind of like your podcast goal is like, I want to expand the network of people that understand and appreciate agriculture.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Very cool. So now obviously they were looking for, uh, cowgirls as well as cowboys. Now there's only two cowgirls on the show though. Correct?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Okay. And, and obviously there's things we can't talk about because we're, we're going to, we're, we're recording this, this is October 1st and we're going to get it edited and produced and, and get it done and uh, try to just have it done hopefully by no later than, no later than Thursday. So it'll be out. So, cause the show again airs when?
1: Uh, Monday, October 14th. Yeah, Monday, October 14th.
0: Okay. And that's on what channel again? INSP. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there's things we can't talk about because the show is not even out yet. And then it, h- how long is it again? Is it six nights? It's going
1: to be like a binge yes, watch man. series. So six nights back to back, you're going to find out the winner that week, kind of like at home when you watch Netflix and you find a really good series and you want to finish it. That's what our show right. is going to be like. So we're going to get it all out there for you. So no suspense, no forgetting to tune in, just tune in, watch it, enjoy it.
0: So Now, So when you guys got there, again, I know we can't talk about specifics, but there, how many Cowboys are on the show?
1: There's 12 total contestants.
0: 12 total. Two Cowgirls or Cowboys because we (laughs) use the word interchangeably here. And 10 other contestants beside you. How how were you guys received being Cowgirls?
2: I think they were probably a little surprised at first to see a couple girls there, but they were all really welcoming in the beginning. And, I mean, I felt pretty – I don't know. Some of them, you know, I could tell maybe thought it was a joke, you know, like, why are these girls here? But I think for the most part, they took us pretty seriously.
1: I remember, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I remember before we even started, we're in the lineup getting ready. So you guys can see us rolling in, you know, we're ready. And I overheard a guy having a side conversation going, hey, I saw in the red truck. It was a girl. You know who drives a red truck? It's me. And so I haven't shared this or anything, but I have a nice little video clip of myself zoomed in close on my camera. Like I just heard a guy whispering that there's a girl in the red truck, like, sorry, part it's me. Like, so I don't think they were expecting girls, um, throughout the show, there were some different experiences with the male contestants, but I don't think it's anything different than Jaystorm And I probably, uh, get regularly doing what we do and working in our industry. You're going to find people that support you. And then you're going to find people that think you need extra help when you don't. And then there's just some people that think there's no reason you should be out there at all. Um, It's a really cool experience to be a female in agriculture, especially with the single dads. I think those are the most positive interactions I've had because I've heard several of them say like, you know, growing up, I would have thought a girl wouldn't do this. But now that I'm a single dad and I have daughters, I want my daughter to be a strong woman like you. So there's a whole lot of diversity on the show, and I think they did a great job capturing a lot of these moments happening. So I'm looking forward to seeing it because, of course, we haven't seen it either.
0: Oh, you haven't? No, sir. And, and how long did it take to, to film those those six days?
2: Um, I think it lasted for a total of almost two weeks.
0: Were you guys working every day? Yes,
2: sir.
1: Every day, every hour, doing something to make some Hollywood magic and hopefully look good on television.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Today's episode is sponsored by Modern Cowboy Performance Nutrition, the brand built on grit, determination, and perseverance. Modern Cowboy products are designed to increase stamina and strength, build lean muscle mass, and promote healing and pain relief. For more information and to order products, visit our website, moderncowboy.global.com and use our podcast listener special code moderncowboy15 at checkout for 15% off all of our products and apparel.
3: Yeah,
0: so was there was there retakes? Did you have to do things where hey, we need to we didn't catch this or we got we got to do this again or, or 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 was it filmed just kind of straight through? How how did that work?
2: Um, it was filmed straight through for the most part at the end. Sometimes they would make us like one time I was roping a steer and uh, they wanted a different angle of it. So after we were done, I just had to run at the camera over and over again and throw my rope right at the camera, (laughs) which was really awkward to do. And I almost roped the cameraman one time, but (laughs) by the end of it, I kind of got the hang of it in the beginning. Like it was really awkward, but by the end I kind of had it figured out,
0: (laughs) That's awesome. And so of course, uh, now there was only one winner, correct?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Were there any runner up prizes or anything? Or, you know, anybody get a head stall or buckle no, or something? Sir.
2: Nope. It was just first place. That was it.
0: First place. Okay. And then um in what, what what is first place, by the way? Uh
1: the first uh, Go ahead, Jason. <laughs> No, you can tell them, there. <laughs> Okay, Uh The Ultimate Cowboy wins a belt buckle and also their own herd of cattle with a value of over
0: $50,000. Man, so you got to have a place to put them when you win them, right? <laughs> yes, sir. So at today's market, $50,000 worth of cattle could be, what, 50 head maybe?
1: Yes, there were 50 head. Uh, they're actually the cattle used in the competition. So that's extra incentive. We are working with these cattle while we're at the competition, seeing them. So it's just like dangling yeah. it in front of you the whole time. <laughs> it's like, you're looking out there and you're like, Oh my goodness, look at those heifers. Like that is a nice set of heifers. Those could be mine.
0: <laughs> that's so cool. Now. And how long ago did you guys film?
2: Uh, we filmed the first – we started at the very beginning of May, so it was the first two weeks of May.
0: Oh, my gosh. So you guys have been sitting on this for a while. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, it's something else I'm I'm totally interested in, because, and I've, I've talked about this before. I, I always get, like, starstruck when I meet people that are famous or whatever, um, and even people that aren't that famous. But anyway, Trace Atkins, tell me, how was it uh, – working with Trace Atkins did you get to work with him that much was he there all the time
1: it was absolutely fantastic I am a huge fangirl so <laughs> it probably didn't help my performance at all to be honest that Trace was there <laughs> but it was an incredible experience for me to like be that close to him and he is a very large and intimidating man I am not yeah. small statured by any mean I, I don't know if y'all seen any pictures and videos of me but I'm almost six foot tall. I'm corn fed because I'm from Iowa. Oh boy. <laughs> so I am I'm not a little petite girl, but standing next to him, I was like, whoa. Like, <laughs> this is a large man. He's large and in charge. And it was awesome. I was awestruck most of the time. I was shaking. Like when I first <laughs> met him, I was literally shaking. And I was like, I don't know if I've ever been this nervous or excited or thrilled in my entire life.
0: That's so great. That is so great. I get the same way. How about you, Jay Storm? Did you flip out or were you just like super cool?
2: Um, no, I don't know. I've never really been starstruck before. I don't guess. <laughs> um, I was pretty, pretty cool. I feel like, I mean, it was, it was interesting. It was neat to have someone like that there, but uh, I don't think it, it, I don't know. It just wasn't super exciting to me.
0: <laughs> uh, so crazy. So <laughs> now did, uh, did he sing at all? Do you guys or no?
2: No, he didn't, or not when I was there. I don't know.
0: <laughs> and how about how about Trace's cowboy skills? Did he uh, rope anything, or <sighs> was he mostly just hosting uh, the
1: show? He was mostly just hosting the show. <laughs> he was, like, in charge of so much as far as our fate because he's the host and he's the one that tells you, like, if you're safe right. or you're not – like, I don't right. think I've ever seen such an intimidating presence lope up on a horse like that. <laughs> like, because he's always coming in off that horse, you know, to give us the results or to coach us through. And every time I saw that horse, I was like, Oh no. Cause we don't know what's happening on the show. Like that's part of the bliss too. Like you guys are gonna think we're just like unprepared gunzels because we kinda are. We don't know what's going on. And so we're gonna fail at simple life task and simple cowboy tasks we do every day in our lives. Um, And it's on film. So you guys can all like be your uh, armchair quarterback and make fun of us. I'm, I'm ready for that. I'm ready for the haters because I know I messed up (laughs) and struggled with some simple things due to some of this stuff, but yeah, he, he was pretty cool coming in there on that horse every day. And it's really cool that he was part of the show too, just because he does support agriculture so much. And it's really nice to have someone like him endorse our industry.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, so let's ask uh, some personal questions now uh jay storm i'll go with you first uh f- do you have a favorite brand of cowboy hats
2: um i tend to wear an american
0: <laughs> american yes sir how about uh cowboy boots you got a favorite brand of boots or
2: oh that's a good question um i used to really like wearing Boole boots but they're kind of hard to find down here now and um uh, I really just try to find something that can hold up down here 'cause I live in marsh country, kind of, so my feet are often wet and muddy and nasty, and it's just I really have to just find a good pair of boots that can hold up and it's kind of hard to find these days, especially women's boots they're mostly fashion boots, so most of the time I end up wearing men's boots, and sometimes I just buy a cheap pair just 'cause I know I'm gonna go through them so quick but I know that when I had the, my Boole boots, they were definitely some of my favorites. They held up pretty good. But like I said, they're just
0: kind of hard to find around here. And how about uh, cowboy movies? You got a favorite cowboy movie?
2: Um, The Cowboys. <laughs> John Wayne. I love John. Anything John Wayne. My brother is actually named Jake after Big Jake.
0: <laughs> oh, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Tara, how about you? Favorite cow- brand of cowboy hat? You have one?
1: Oh, I like American Resistol, and yeah, that's that's probably it. I like those two.
0: <laughs> nice. And how about how about boots? Cowboy boots? You got a brand you like?
1: I'm an Ariat fan, and it's just because my feet are hard to fit, and they always have fit me well, and I get good wear out of them. So they're my they're my go to. About the only thing I can get because I know I can order them online. And like J Storm right. already mentioned, like female cowboy boots, there's a lot more fashion boots than the work boots. So right. online it's like your go-to if you have a certain boot or a certain style you like. So I really like that. It's always been consistent size and it's just convenient to order.
0: Very cool. How about uh cowboy movie? You got a favorite cowboy movie?
1: I like Tombstone. It's oh, a classic. Yeah.
0: yeah. Val Kilmer. One of the one of the best uh Oh yeah, just one of the best characters ever uh, when he played Doc Holliday in that. Amazing. So now, you guys have uh, uh, any plans for the future? You sign any other contracts in Hollywood for big acting deals or something like that, or <laughs> has it gone to your? Has it gone to your heads yet, or maybe not because it hasn't aired?
2: Uh not for me. <laughs> I'm. Still pretty shocked that I did this. Like I'm normally a pretty shy, quiet person. Like this was extremely out of my comfort zone to do this, and I'm pretty nervous about seeing it come out. Honestly, so (laughs) I guess we'll see afterwards. But I, I don't think I, I don't, I don't see myself having an acting career or anything.
0: (laughs) You never know. Yeah,
2: (laughs) I never thought I'd do a reality TV show either, and here I am. So
0: (laughs) that's so awesome. How about you, Tara?
1: You know, I don't know about acting, but I am looking forward uh, to continue to get a little bit more publicity just to talk about agriculture, um, expand uh-huh. my social media following. It's pretty and punchy. I have a Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and a website, which is currently under construction. So I've kind of expanded that, tried to branch off my personal page. Uh, Facebook told me I had too many friends. So that's why I originally made this page like before I even went on the show, just cause I'm a social person. I've never met a stranger but I'd really like to take this opportunity and continue doing stuff that I was already doing, but kind of push it a little step forward. And I'm kind of hoping that someday somebody will think I'm cool enough to just pay me to talk about agriculture. Uh, That's why I was a teacher, because they said, you know, find something you're good at and find like a way to get paid for it. And I was like, well, cool, I'll teach. I love to talk about agriculture. That's not hard. I just get bored inside though, so. I decided to go back to production agriculture. Then I bounced back and forth between agriculture, education, production, agriculture. And now I'm like, ag communications, Like, just pay me to talk about ag. Pay me to tell you guys what farmers do, what ranchers do, how we care about our livestock, we take care of our livestock, and more importantly, that your food is safe.
0: That's great. That is awesome. So what was the name of your your, uh, social media page again? It's Pretty Pretty and Punchy? Pretty
1: and Punchy. Yeah.
0: Pretty and punchy. And that, <laughs> yeah, that's on Facebook and Instagram. Or just Facebook. Yeah, right Facebook
1: now? and Instagram. Or if you use my name, tara Powers Pretty and Punchy, it pulls it up. Um, my hashtag pretty and punchy, like everything that has that has came from me at some point or another.
0: Very cool. Now, how about you, J Storm? Being uh not very social, do you do you do you have any social media uh platforms you would like to share it- people can follow you?
2: Oh yes, sir. I have Facebook and Instagram. Um my name's pretty unique, so if you look up my name, you ought to be able to find me. There's not too many J Storms out there.
0: And that's, that's J Storm spelled J S T O R M E, correct?
2: Yes, sir. So I'm J Storm Janice on Facebook and on Instagram, it's J period S T O R M E.
0: Awesome. Well, I'll tell you, um, I'm super excited to uh, to see the show. Um, I'm really excited, especially since I get the opportunity to, to talk to two of the stars prior to. I'm, I'm probably going to have to get you guys autographed somehow. But <laughs> um, and, and I don't know. I mean, I know we, you can't talk about anything. I'm just – I'm dying to know who wins. I'm dying to just watch it and see you know how it all plays out. But uh, once it airs and it's done, we may have to just do a follow-up uh, podcast afterwards to talk about it after the show. And then we can talk about more details maybe. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool.
0: Yeah. Well, Hey, Tara, J Storm, I really appreciate you guys coming on. I'm super excited about, you know, seeing this show again, you guys, the name of it again,
2: the ultimate cowboy showdown and it'll be premiering Monday, October the 14th on INSP. And I think you can also stream it on Amazon prime the following Monday. I think it's the 21st.
0: Perfect 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 well cowgirls i really appreciate your taking the time to come on and talk with us um look forward to uh to seeing the show and uh following up with you afterwards
2: yes sir thank you i enjoyed it yes thank you for having us
0: you bet hey i want to thank all of our listeners and sponsors of the show without you the show would not be possible We so appreciate the reviews and ratings, which increases awareness in our effort to grow the fan base of the cowboy, rodeo, and Western lifestyle culture. If you are new to the show or have been a listener for a while and have just not had the opportunity to rate and review the podcast, it's really simple. Just trot your pony over to the iTunes Apple Podcast, click on the show, scroll down to rate and review, and give us a five-spur rating. The podcast is available on Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as many other platforms where you listen to podcasts. Just type Modern Cowboy Podcast into the search bar to subscribe, listen, rate, and review. And if you are interested in being a sponsor of the show to showcase your business, DM us on Instagram at Modern Cowboy Podcast, or message us on our website, www.moderncowboypodcast.com.
3: Legendary men, sons of the desert, and riders on the wind. I got a restless spirit burning deep inside of me. I ain't got much, but I'm free. I've always been one to do it my own way, I'm making my living between the saddle and the stage. Don't know nobody, nothing Everything I got's my own Some say I'm just a man to the bone I'm a cat.